Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Side Yard Sidebar. This week, we are social distancing, which means Zach is at his house. I am at the studio. Zach calls in. We have this whole podcast episode over the phone. We also talk to past visitors and ask how they are doing the social distancing and how everything's going. So we hope you enjoy this episode and let's get after it. Let's go. Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. Grab your drink of the night and pull up a chair. Make yourself comfortable as we bring you discussion with substance and some of the best visitors from Boise and beyond. This is the Side Yard Sidebar. Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. You're here with your host, Zach, and your co-host and producer of the podcast, Dusty. And it's going to be an interesting night, Dusty. Let's tell everybody that's uh, listening to this episode what we're up to. We are social distancing. (laughs) If that's what we're going to call it. Zach is at home and I am where we typically record and uh, Zach's calling in and we're going to do this over the phone. First time. First time of ever doing this. You are the producer. We're under strict orders to social distance. So I said, hey, let's, you know, I'm willing to call in. I like the idea. And so uh, you are going to have to do some producer work, though, because the sound quality might be a little different this week, right? Yeah. The normal episodes. It will. But we'll do I'll, I'll do what we can. I'm not a, I'm not a miracle worker. I, I can just make magic. Well, <laughs> I, I, be, I believe <laughs> I believe you'll do the best you can and we'll we'll put out an episode and it'll be a little bit unique. So let's go to drink of the night as we always do. And I'm going with plain Jane water. It's a little later in the night and um, definitely, you know, keeping the hydration going from earlier today. And what go. about you? What do you have? Uh, so tonight I'm breaking from water. I finished my 10-pound takedown challenge. And tonight I'm having some Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, but it's the honey honey whiskey, and it's incredible. Yeah, I've had that one before. It's really good. Do you have it on the rocks or just um, yes, in, just in a glass? Okay. No, I have awesome. it on the rocks. Um, and it's, yeah, awesome. My family and I are going camping tomorrow, and I'm taking it with me because it's a perfect – sipping whiskey while you're sitting around a campfire so definitely i think that's the that's a perfect choice good idea now tell me about camping what with everything going on with social distancing what's your plans for camping how is it going to impact your camping trip um i so we're going to three island state park over in glens ferry um it's kind of a scouting mission because we really want to go there this summer with friends there's a winery right next door there's a nine hole golf course right there and i mean social distance it's not it's not too far from boise right no it's like an hour hour and a half away and uh i mean it's not like we're gonna go into somebody else's camper so it's really not gonna change our kind of social distancing idea we're just kind of getting out of town for a little while getting on some walks bike rides kara brought some uh uh, baseball mitts, so we're gonna throw baseball around. It's just gonna, yeah, we're just getting out, but it's not gonna change kind of what we're doing. So we're excited that's to get awesome. out and, and try it out. Yeah, that's been something that's been interesting is just deciding like what to do, what not to do, and overall, 
you know, being at home more, there have been some advantages, like just do getting things done around the house. I found that I'm, you know, doing that a lot more than maybe I would have been otherwise, because I probably would have been at the side yard watching March Madness, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) some of that's nice. And then also like just family interactions and like just spending way more family time together has been kind of a benefit, I guess, if you will. Um, and like we were playing monopoly, the board game, and it just seems like that game takes forever. And I can't remember the last times <laughs> we've played it, but there there's things like that that will come up and Zeta's really enjoyed. Our oldest daughter has really enjoyed like the money and the interaction and buying the properties. And so it's like, okay, let's play it. And so we've played that a couple of times. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I, that's been so much fun. The same here where we're doing things that we normally wouldn't have the time to do. I guess like Monopoly takes a long time to play, but it's a great game for kids because of the money, because of the idea of all that. I've been reading to my boys. Um, I'm reading them The Outsiders. You remember that book? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I'm reading it to them and we're stopping in. I mean, the conversations we're having, like the differences between social class, the differences between greasers and socias. And and it's been interesting because before this, and it's kind of pathetic, but before this, I didn't set out the time to do that with my kids. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I mean, there's just certain things or it's the things where I'm like, what I figured out maybe a week ago is I'm like, I've got this time. I, you know, I want to, I should just use it wisely, you know, and there's not these other things getting in the way. And so that's when I started asking myself when I like go to sleep at night and I'm like, Oh, I wish I would have done this with the girls today or with, you know, then it's like, do those things. So like you're saying, read, read the book or play the game that takes an hour that you would normally be (laughs) like, Oh, we don't have time for that. And just play the game with them or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's yeah. So we've been doing that. We've been outside a lot. Um, and I'm excited to go camping because then the boys are totally outside. There's, nothing else for them to do. So, and Jonah got a new, we bought him a new bike because his other one was too small and he's just been riding like crazy lately outside. So, well, that's awesome. You'll have to, uh, let the, uh, listeners know what the scouting mission, like what the results are and maybe hopefully it'll be awesome. Um, if not, then I guess you just have to go look for another place, but from what you described so far, hopefully it'll be really nice. Yeah. Now I am going to break off here for a second because camping I met. So a few episodes ago, I don't know if it was last week or the week before I talked about Faye, one of our listeners who, um, sent us a message and I brought that up to you online that she had sent a message. And I said, Faye, I'm going to meet you soon. I met her today. Oh, awesome. How'd that go? It was awesome. So Faye is, um, she lives in the Filer area of Idaho and her Instagram is sagebrush livestock. And I ordered 10 pounds of premium ground beef from her and she drove it up from Filer to deliver it to me today. And so I, I sat and talked with her for probably 20 minutes. Um, she's a code red rebel who's, who's done code red and lives that lifestyle. And, 
Uh, She gave us awesome compliments about our podcast, which made me feel great. And, um, and so that was, that was so much fun for me. And she told me, you know, here's how you should cook this ground beef. And I'm so excited for the first time we can get together for a big barbecue whenever that's going to be. I don't know. And oh, that'd gonna, be great. We're going to use that. And I'm bringing you some of the 10 pounds so that you guys can try it out. Um, but anyways, shout out to Faye because she drove into Boise. I got to see her. So Sagebrush Livestock on Instagram, um, premium ground beef. And I'm sure you can get other like parts of cow or some people buy like cuts of cow. You know, I don't so, so she has a um, ranch or a, a farm, I guess, uh, that she runs, and then yeah, it just has people contact her and and is able to sell cuts of beef and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so yeah, shout out to her. But she told me about checking out Balance Rock. Have you heard of that little uh, county? It's a I, I don't think it's a state park. It's a county park. Have you heard of Balance? No, Rock I haven't. Before? The only one I've heard of, like in the, because Filer's by Twin Falls, right? Yeah. Am I, I think, okay. Um, the only th- place I've been to down there, of course, like crossing the canyon and like seeing people jump off the bridge and um, do the, what is it? Hang gl- or paragliding? Yeah. Like the oh, what base, am I jumping, saying? base jumping. Base off jumping. Base jumping. Yeah. That area. So um, I've seen that. And then I also went, uh, to Durkee State Park, I think. And that place was really awesome in terms of swimming and like had all these different cliffs and rocks and I think even diving boards like built into the sides of rocks that people were swimming in. That's the only thing I've ever done in okay. that area. So she said, she told me about Balanced Rock. It's in Castleford, Idaho, just south of Buell. And it says... It's a 48-foot-tall, 40-ton rock, wind-carved rock that balances on a pedestal that's 3 feet by 17 inches. Like, it's it's this huge rock balancing on this little tiny area. It's incredible. So she said, you need to go check that out with your family. So we're going to go do that, too, because because she recommended that, but... Yeah, oh, so sweet. we're gonna get out. We're gonna use this time to get out and explore the area around us. Hey, another thing that I've never gone to, but that I've seen when I've been driving to Twin Falls or to Jackpot, is um, there's a really good hot springs, I guess. And I think it's um, oh darn it, I probably shouldn't have brought that up unless I could have <laughs> named it. But I want to say like Miracle, no. Someone will know. I don't know. Someone will tell us. Anyway, yeah, there's a really good hot springs that's on the way there. You you take the beaten path off the interstate, and then um, I'll have to get the name of it and share it with the listeners. But maybe something you guys can check out, or if you see it and you have the time and want to, go and try that out and let us know how it goes. Yeah, that'd be – oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. So have you run into any crazy situations in your uh, last week – um, amongst the chaos that is our life now? Um, n- not totally. I went out and mailed out a, a side yard hoodie to a friend today. And I noticed that at Office Max, there is a, there's a sign that says, please respect social distancing. And, and then like a taped, a taped line, like six feet behind where you check out. 
And I was like, oh, oh I, okay, I guess I'll stand right here. So there's now like signs that tell you you have to be six feet away from the person in front of you in line, which has been kind of weird. I don't know. That's that's the most awkward. I've been staying at home and working at the house. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was working from home's been interesting. I uh, was able to work from home before this happened, and so I was kind of used to it and had kind of my setup for working from home, my desk and monitors and stuff. So that hasn't been a huge change. Um, but it does like, I, even when I had the option to, I never just worked like a full week from home. Like maybe when there would be snowstorms or different things than I would. So that's been strange just staying at home for such a, like so many days in a row. Um, but I did think that, um, Overall, it's like the conversations, I guess, on calls at work have been interesting and like people's take on it based on where they're at in the country. Because the, you know, groups or the teams that I'm on are could be in like Charlotte or San Francisco or I mean, they're just based everywhere. And so everybody's idea of what's going on, some people like are more concerned, some are like not concerned at all. Really? It's just, yeah, it's interesting to get the take of people like on different calls. Cause usually maybe the first five minutes people are talking about it, it seems like, and then they jump into whatever the call's about. So that's been interesting to hear. And, um, like people in California, some of them are on like a lockdown where they can't go anywhere unless it's an essential item, I guess, or yeah. like to the grocery store, I guess. So that's been interesting to hear what that's been like. Um, so yeah, other than that, it seems, it's seemed pretty normal and I've enjoyed seeing Kara's, um, working from home videos that she's putting out to people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So with (laughs) tips and her, her in her sweatpants and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, this is, this is where I'm heading. Yeah. She, my wife works from home. I mean, yeah, most of the time she goes in quarterly to Boeing, but even even then, like their Boeing's kind of trying to do the don't come in thing, so she's staying back. But yeah, she has a lot of experience from working at home. She's been uh, she's been a professional at that for a long time. So yeah, if you don't, how know much of do, her how much of her work day is like just independent work, or does she have a lot of conference calls like every day? And yeah, meetings. she has. So she'll this last week, she she will come out and say, hey, I have a meeting at at two at three thirty. And so she has meetings throughout the day that she has to be on calls. And and so the boys and I just have to either go outside or try to stay quiet. Um, and then every once in a while, I'll try to pop my head in and she'll look at me and point to her ear like she's on a phone call. So she's pretty busy most of the day. Um, but that's kind of how her job has been for the last, oh shoot, 10 years or whatever, 12 years. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we kind of know how it works, but she's pretty comfortable with working from home and this is nothing new to her. So I guess that's good, right? Like, she didn't yeah, have to adjust I mean, exactly. Like if, if I had, the role I'm in and all this and had always had to be in the office and all of a sudden they're like, okay, this happened. And here's, 
you know, a laptop for you and go work from home, that would be more of an adjustment. But because I had was already able to and would do that, you know, several times a month, then it hasn't been as big of a of an issue. And I think that maybe this thing altogether, like there's going to be jobs like yours. You're a teacher, like you're not going to necessarily be able to work from home. But I think a lot of companies will reassess like working from home and, you know, it, the impacts it has for their company. Like maybe they don't need a building. People can work from home and still be productive and things can get done. Um, hopefully is what people find out, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure there's going to be stories and articles and research about the impacts of it in a cup in the months to follow. So months and years to follow. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have studies on this for a while. Oh yeah. Um, now I am trying to break up the craziness tomorrow. I'm going to go play some tennis and I figured that's, you know, there can still be the social distancing, but I can also get some exercise and it's going to be like 60 and sunny tomorrow. So I am definitely going for some tennis. Are you now, are you going to only touch the one ball that you serve? Like, are you each <laughs> going to have your own ball to touch or? No, that's a good point. Are you so I guess I am putting myself, <laughs> I guess I am putting myself at risk by darn it. Why'd you have to bring that up? I thought it was like a carefree thing. No, because we were talking about pickleball the other night and some of our friends were like, hey, can we still come play pickleball? And I was like, yeah, but we're going to have to use different like balls to serve with. Right. And we were all kind of joking about that, but it's not a joke, but it is a joke. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've had like a couple of Danielle's friends that we have been in contact with like two weeks ago and then leading up to this week, Danielle's still like they've come over. And so, um, that's been interesting to like kind of decide like, who are are we going to just have nobody over or some people and not others. And I don't know if we've made the best decisions with that, but, um, we definitely aren't just business as usual and inviting everybody over going, like we're not getting invited places very much. So, or making the decision to either go or not go, but yeah, the side yard is kind of taken. I mean, this is when we have everyone over for this March madness. So we were talking about, well, when's the next karaoke time? I was like, shoot, not for a while. Cause we all use the same microphones. Like it'll be yeah, a while no before doubt. that happens, but the side yard will still live on. Side yard now the the thing is though is that the virus is still going to be around so is it just like trying to wait until this thing peaks and like the numbers sort of go down or it doesn't spread as much Shoot, I, I mean we're know. really going to have to have some health meetings and probably bring in some of our health that's experts to consult the side yard on you know when we're safe to come back out and get things rolling again yeah dr luke his wife, Eileen, is a nurse. Uh, Alicia, who we had on last week, is a pediatric nurse. So, yeah, we'll, we'll consult our uh, medical experts in that. Our area. network of professionals. Yeah. We're probably going to have to bring on our real estate people again, too, to talk about the impacts that things are having on the markets. Is that impacting real estate? Yeah. All those important things. Oh, yeah. Now, I did see talking about tennis, I wanted to bring up golf. Now, I've seen that like there's still articles of people in other parts of the country that are playing golf. And then people are like, this isn't proper social distancing. Like, don't think you can just go play golf. But I've seen 
people out there. I do know that um, Quail Hollow and Warm Springs closed because they're owned by the city. And so yeah. the the ones owned by the city were shut down, you know, by the mayor, whoever made that choice. But other golf courses are still getting a lot of business, and I'm sure they will tomorrow if it's 60 and sunny. Well, why? I mean, you're not sharing golf clubs, right? And you're not touching each other's golf balls. So Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't I don't see why golf wouldn't be a legit social distancing sport to play right now. Yeah, I think is the recommended thing at least three feet or is it six? Like six, I so think. maybe ri- riding in the cart and I don't yeah, know, being in the cart. clubhouse to pay. But maybe the clubhouses are like just opening a window. Oh, I, I did see that. So river birch sent out an email. I'm on their email list. And so they don't have the clubhouse open except for maybe the restrooms. It sounded like, and they're just, you can just go up to, they open the window and you just pay and check in like through the window. That's crazy. And so, yeah, (laughs) it's pretty interesting. That's, that's wild. Now, before we move on, I do want to share Uh, As an educator, it's been difficult to not see my kids in this past week because it was so abrupt and quickly ended. So I started a YouTube video. Have you watched any of those? No, I didn't even know about that until you just said it. Here you go. I'll have to check them out. So for all of our listeners, I have a YouTube channel. I guess it's a channel. It's Dustin Hamlin, and it's a picture of my beautiful face. Um. And I put up some like five, I think I've done five days this last week of videos of things kids can do at home because you have your three girls at home. Now they're on break though, right? From their year round school. Yeah, they were already on track break, but we, um, like I'll have to, I do want to check out your videos and see what you have. Cause Danielle and I have had them working on stuff. And then Mira's like, you know, we've had her working on her numbers and letters. So it's just, you know, getting stuff for the older girls to work on as well. And, you know, yeah. each day they're, you know, have things that keep them reading or math or whatever topic they're putting in some work on it. Yeah. So go on because I, there's a few days where I read some books, like where the wild things are and things like that. And then I give some math kind of games you can play and then some writing. I think this last one I did was try to find an animal and do a little research project, like two to three facts and write them down in a sentence. Nothing difficult, but something to keep your kids engaged. Right. So, nice, yeah. Um, so if you know of anyone, any of our listeners who need, I don't know, probably third grade and below things to do, check out my YouTube page. Um, and it's not because I want to like give my kids work to do. It's I want to stay engaged. We want to stay engaged with people, right? So, oh, yeah, I've felt the um, I think it was on Monday, man. I was just totally feeling like kind of bummed out and sad. And I was like, what is happening? But I was realizing <laughs> like I haven't seen people I like in a long time. Right. I think Karen and I came over to your house. I mean, we just kind of walked in your front door to just say hi because we miss you guys. <laughs> And yeah, uh, we crazy. need to at least say hi. Um, so Zach, what I did um, is I called some of our past visitors and I asked them about what they're doing at this time. So do you mind if we break into some of those phone calls? 
No, that's a great idea. Let's go for it. That sounds good. Okay, so the first one is going to be our visitor, Lauren. She was on the teacher episode, and I called her and I asked her about um, I don't know, just kind of what she's doing right now. So I'm going to play that clip uh, right now. Cool? Sounds good. Let's right, go here, for it. Here we go. Hey, Lauren, what's up? Hey. <laughs> it's so weird to talk to you over the phone. Yes, it is. It's weird not to see everybody every day. I know, it is. So for those of you who don't know, Lauren and I work together at Taft, and we didn't have school last week, and now we're on spring break, right? So Correct. Today is officially our first day of spring break. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird not being able to, like, see you every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss my coworkers. And my students, of course, but I, I miss everybody. It's hard. I know. So how are you doing? We're good. We're good. I've got my two little boys here at home and uh, the three of us most of the day. We're surviving. It's been good. And what are you guys doing? I, you've posted stuff on Instagram with them doing random activities or the scavenger hunt, right? Yes. We, we made a schedule pretty early into this, uh, no school thing because I work well with a routine and it prevents my five-year-old from arguing with me constantly. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's on the schedule. That's what we're doing. Okay. And so that's been really helpful. It's been a ton of fun with some of the activities we've done and then, you know, frustrating with other stuff. Um, but it's been good. We've been watching virtual tours of different zoos and museums every day at lunch. So we kind of have some Go ahead. Well, I was, yeah, this is the weird part for those listening. When you were interviewing via phone and we're not doing Skype. So what, what, uh, what zoo are you watching or going on? They've really been, they've really been into the San Diego zoo. Um, recently we were watching an aquarium. Uh, I don't remember which one, some aquarium, I think in Washington, the San Diego zoo, they love watching the orangutans and the penguins. And it's just hysterical. And then we make up like little dialogues that we pretend the orangutans are having with each other. And there's one that tends to steal the blankets from the other ones. It's really entertaining. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't yeah, done that. Love- Jonah would love that. It's really fun. And you can log on anytime through like San Diego Zoo or whatever that is. Yeah, what if is you it? just Google free or, you know, virtual tours or zoo webcam. Um, most of the zoos have made them available for free since they're shut down. And so we started with the San Diego zoo and we've bopped around to a couple other things. And then we keep going back to the San Diego zoo because the website's really user-friendly for kids and there's lots of pictures. So there's not a lot of words. They can just click on the picture they want and it's easy to go back and forth between the different cameras and the cameras move. Some of the cameras, it's some of the places don't move, but like the cameras kind of follow the action. Um, not awesome. always, but most of the time. So it's been really cool. Yes. The oh. elephant um, enclosure is under construction right now. So every now and then we'll see, you know, a truck going through it or something. Okay. Um, before, before we get too far, hey, what are you, what's your drink of the night? Uh, tonight I am enjoying a woolly bugger from Sockeye. Okay. Nice call. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, have you, since being home, because I'm assuming you are kind of heeding the, the call to kind of stay at home or limit your contact with outside, I don't know, 
people or whatever. Yeah, we're we're definitely limiting our contacts. Um, it's been nice to get out of the house a little bit, um, even if it's like run the Dutch Bros. I had to fix my phone yesterday, so we had a long discussion before we left. Like when we're in AT and T, we can't run around and touch things. We're just gonna stay right by mom and not touch anything. Isn't that and a- that's- that's crazy. That's a crazy change to our standard it's way so of life. Hard. Right? It's so hard. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to, you know, I always encourage my kids to be friendly and, and be respectful when we're out in the community. And now I'm like, well, smile and say hi, but don't touch anything. Don't, <laughs> don't get close to anybody. And it's so awkward. That um, is. It did help. My five-year-old wanted to wear his Black Panther costume, including the face mask and the gloves to AT&T. So he was, you know, well protected and safe, and everyone felt safe around him because he wasn't going to breathe. <laughs> and he's Black Panther, so why not? And yeah, if you know any bad guys come around, he's got them covered. Have you had any interesting interactions with people when you have gone out and and ventured out into the world? So you, I guess you would say, yeah, a little bit. We ordered Chipotle online the other day for dinner. Okay. And I went to go pick it up because I was already out and about and I just was going to swing by and pick it up. And it's on the shelf there. You know, it's ready to go with my name on it. And I grab it and the little kid's chip bag is like just sitting on the top and it tumbles out and falls over. And it didn't open or anything. But the guy that came in about the same time as I did reaches down and grabs it just like you would any normal time being helpful. And, you know, my hands are full. I've got a bag in one hand and my wallet in the other. And reaches down and then you can see him like pause as he picks it up and touches it. And he, he grabs it like it's a dirty tissue or something with his pointer finger <laughs> and his spoon so carefully. And he like slowly stands up and looks at me. And it's kind of one of those things like, uh, do you want it? I don't, do I give this to you? Do I not give it to you? So, you know, I put my hand out and I was fine with him picking it up. I said, thank you so much. And he just kind of looked at me and goes, uh, Yeah. And then kind of took a step back really quickly. And I think he was like in his mind thinking, I don't know if I should have done that. It was so awkward. It was super uncomfortable. I was glad that everything was already paid for. So I was like, oh, thanks. And just walked off because he backed yeah. up all weird. But That's so yeah. weird that we're in this state as of right now where it's almost like not okay to help somebody out. You're supposed yeah. to keep this distance where once you breach that, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. It, trying to pay for things, I had to go to the store and, you know, the clerk is on the other side of the register, but it's, you're still not six feet apart. So it's almost like you're leaning back while they're, you know, cause they, or at least he was, um, you know, this young kid is kind of leaning back away from me while I'm trying to pay. And it's just, really? it's a weird time. Yeah. It is a weird time. And I hope our kids, I, I, I guess I want to be able to explain to our kids or even our students when we come back, like, this is a different change for this foreseeable future. And we have to figure out how to show kindness and how to do all that stuff. Also with respecting, you know, the boundaries of what someone's comfortable with or not. And that's weird. Right. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's, it's odd. Have you noticed anything since being at home? Usually we have spring break, but now it's, it's kind of, you've had a week of staying inside. Have you noticed anything at your house that has been different? Like, are you wanting to clean up or now you have nothing to clean? And so now you're looking for something else or. I definitely have some projects that I'm 
eager to finish or get to that I haven't had time to in the past. So that's kind of nice. Um, my living room is spotless. The bathrooms <laughs> are all really clean. Um, the kids' playroom, however, looks like a tornado hit it. Oh, There's yeah. just toys everywhere. Yeah, um, I have that here hot. too. <laughs> it's like markers, colored pencils, Legos, everything else, oh, everywhere. The Legos are everywhere. Yeah, they're just everywhere. Yeah. Um, oh my! But it's it's been fun. It's kind of interesting. Like when the neighbor kids are out on their bikes, and my kids want to go outside with them, but our neighbor has made it clear to us that um, they've got some immune um, some immuno issues, and they in their family, and they don't want to be near anybody. And so we've my neighbor and I have actually been texting each other when we're going to let our kids go outside and ride bikes, so that they don't aren't out at the same time. Really, it's super. Yeah, wow. it's weird. That's that is yeah. different. Like they usually eat lunch a little bit before us, and so her kids eat lunch and go outside and play, and then they're in by one, and then we'll eat lunch at like twelve, twelve thirty, and we watch the San Diego Zoo live cam, and then we'll go outside around one, and it's just so that the kids aren't tempted to play with each other, which is insanely sad. That is so weird. But, but they just they love playing with each other, so we don't want to like you know tease them almost by waving that in their face that they're outside and we're outside and they can't be together. So we just try and not go outside at the same time. Oh, that's so messed up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's good, but it's messed up. Kids want to play with yeah. kids. It's hard. It's we did the chalk thing. I don't know if anyone has seen that on social media, but we did like the chalk your area or your driveway or your sidewalk and write positive messages to your neighbors. And we did that, and then a bunch of our other neighbors did it, so that was really fun. That's super cool. I, I did see that, and my teaching partner, Tanya, sent that message saying, hey, put this out on your Instagrams, and that's really cool. And I saw some from, oh, where is that, the Jump. I think someone took a picture of all the things that were going up at Jump, all the sidewalk chalk, and it was awesome. Beautiful work. And, um, very cool. Yeah. Well, I just, my seven-year-old did write um, in our on our driveway in pretty big letters that the world is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> I had to remind him. I said, "Hey, buddy, um, I know we've talked a lot about this and how we just got to be safe, but um, we're we're out here writing positive messages to encourage people that that everything's going to be okay." And he goes, "Oh, okay." So then we added to it. So now it says in like red letters the world is in danger and then underneath in yellow because we're out of red chalk at that point it says <laughs> without without love so the world is in danger without love oh i love it oh my gosh that is so cool would you would you send me would you take a picture of that and send it to me absolutely because i need to see that yeah, oh yeah i will that is so great well i just i wanted to call you because i haven't i haven't seen you in a while and we haven't talked and our listeners will be happy to hear from you. And also because as an educator, you, you can think of those things that people can do. And the idea of the virtual zoos is incredible. And I love that. Yeah. So I'll be doing That's that with my boys. Fun. It's been really fun. Michael's um, craft store is also having um, like 50% off or buy one, get one 50% off a lot of their science kits. Ooh. So I did venture out and get some STEM activities for the, and, and I, you know, as an educator, I have a lot of stuff kind of in my pocket or in my head, I guess, or, you know, in my resource toolbox, whatever you want to call it, of things I can do with my kids. Yeah. But sometimes where I'm like, I, 
I just, I can't entertain the two of them with all the energy they have 24 seven. I needed something that they can do um, on their own, which has been really nice. So the schedule has been immensely helpful for us. All right. So schedule virtual tours of the zoos, chalk paint, chalk Mm -hmm. writing outside. I love it. Well, thank you for taking the last few minutes to talk with us and share your expertise and we will i'm i hope to see you soon if not we'll talk soon yeah we'll have to keep in touch because this whole isolation thing is weird yeah i agree yeah all right my husband had a beer with the neighbors today in the front yard and they all stood about six to ten feet apart it was just it's weird it's (laughs) it's weird but also awesome at the same time you sent that picture (laughs) and it's great we're finding ways still be you know ourselves exactly exactly all right well you enjoy your evening and i will talk to you you soon okay all right bye bye all right so i enjoyed my chat with her because i haven't seen her in a few weeks and i lauren is someone i've seen every week outside of summers for like the last 12 years and so it's been it was fun kind of at least talking to her um and she's always fun to talk to Oh, definitely. This is a, this is a great idea. So who's the surprise me with the next visitor. So the next one is none other than Dr. Luke. And, uh, Oh, perfect. Okay. And I talked with is Dr. This a Luke. conspiracy theory conversation. Come on. Tell <laughs> me it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was not, going on, on one of those episodes. Not this, but we should get okay. him on for one of these. No. So Luke and I, um, we connected this week on this app called House Party that you can okay. bring people together. And we had four couples together and they have trivia and stuff. So Luke and I talk about that. So you want to hear what he has to say? Yeah, let's go with that. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, here he goes. Hey, Luke, how's it going? Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. It is morning. Usually we record at night, but it's morning time. Yeah. Um, what I mean, you, the whole the whole world's kind of upside down right now, so that's it's sort of fitting that way. Yeah, exactly. So, where are you right now? So we uh, we are very fortunate that my parents have a cabin up near Cascade, and so we actually uh, are taking social distancing an extra step and came up for the weekend to do that. So we're up here for a couple couple days. Just you guys? Yeah, just us. Cool. Eileen and I and, and our two boys. So we're just hanging out and let's see, the boys are playing. They have an old Wii up here. So they're playing, playing some Wii and we made some breakfast this morning. So just doing that and walking around outside and get a puzzle. Awesome. How cool is my first it? puzzle in a long time. That's 26, according to my weather app. Okay. You did. And you guys did a puzzle together. We, we did. We did. It's, you know, it's puzzles aren't, I wouldn't say that puzzles are my thing. I'm not really a, like a puzzle person, but there's no, there's also no internet up here in any sort of reliable way. We get some 3G coverage so you can get texts and and we can make this like phone calls and that sort of thing. But sometimes you just run out of things to do. And so the puzzle. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Hey, what are you drinking this morning? Windows of different colors. Oh, that's a good question. I, uh, I had a Keurig coffee uh seattle's best keurig coffee 
And my dad likes to leave cocoa powder and he puts a scoop of cocoa powder in his coffee. But I decided, I, I tried it, but that's probably the last time I'm going to do that. I think I'm just going to stick with regular cured coffee after that. So I okay. had a kind of a pseudo mocha, I guess. And he, was, that's how he has his? He does sometimes. And I, I need to, t- I need to kind of get with him and, and see if that's all he does or if he doctors it up a little bit more. Cause the way I did it, it was just, it was kind of like a, like a bad imitation of a mocha. So I, I think I'll, I need to, I need to figure out the secret to that. So I'm okay. going to have to give it another shot here in a little bit. All right, cool. I have one of my cousins put cinnamon like in, in, in her coffee grounds, I guess, before they brew them. But it had too much cinnamon for me. I don't know. I think she put in too much yeah. that day. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely you can definitely go overboard. Sometimes just, you just leave it as coffee, and that's and that's the best way to go. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm having today: coffee with a little bit of heavy nice. cream. Um, nice. So I want to ask you a few questions. Now you yeah. are a college professor. I am. I am still a college professor. Are you? As far as I know. Yep. Okay. I, I think so. <laughs> have they have they adjusted things for you? Because they've, I mean, Boise State is basically shut down and everything's online. Is that the same? Yeah, that's the same. So uh, a week ago, we got an announcement. Let's see, I guess it would have been a week ago, Thursday now, that we were going to go online after spring break, which is this week. But then the next day, so a week ago, Friday, we were told, nope. We're going to have no class Monday and Tuesday, so students can move out of the dorms if they want or off campus housing, and then we'll be all online after that. So we basically had a, in two days to sort of shift everything online, and it's kind of an interesting thing for us because we're a small, you know, resident campus, so we don't we don't have online class. This is a really a new thing for everybody. So it's been it's been a really interesting week. It's been. Uh, I mean, it's in a in a weird way, and so I don't want to mischaracterize this. In some ways, it's been fun in a problem-solving way, but you know, only in the sense that you know, kind of against this backdrop of some really hard things and and, and emotional times. It's been it was hard to watch the students as they had to say goodbye to friends, you know, some are seniors, and really they had a couple more months of of. Uh, hanging out with their friends and doing all that and teaching their sports season, you know, but we have about half of our students are varsity athletes. So yeah, it's been a hard time doing that. Uh, yes. It's been a really a, a quick, I can do a couple of students that, you know, they, they don't have a car on campus, but they have all their stuff. So they had to get their parents to you know drive from Seattle on basically 24 hours notice to come get them and pick them up during the weekend and drive them back home. So oh, gosh. it's been a, how has um how has the online thing worked so far um i'd say it's worked it's worked okay so i think i think it will work and i think one of the reasons it'll work is because we like i already know the students that have my classes pretty well because we're halfway we have pretty small classes um so for example um I, I figured this was coming, and so I actually had uh, an, uh, several sessions where we did an in-class online um, class. So I basically asked students to bring their laptops to class, and we were just going to try to figure out how it would work if we canceled. And so they all brought their laptops, and I had them 
spread out around the building because if you know if you've ever done that, you get a lot of feedback if you're you know next to someone yeah. and their microphones pick up pick up you know. Yeah. So they, they spread out during a class period. We gave it a try. It you know it took it took us a while to use our software that we use, and they all kind of got used to it or at least tried out for the first time. And then uh, Wednesday was our first actual class period, and. And I didn't, my, my philosophy was just try to get it, like, see if it could work at all during that first time. Cause it was our first time meeting like that. And the students aren't, aren't used to that format. So it was, it was great. A lot of the students had dogs on their laps. And so I asked <laughs> them if they had a dog at their house. I said, if you've got a dog, go get your dog, show it to the rest of the class. And we're going to compare class dogs, you know, and that was just to make, just kind of while we were waiting, some, some students were taking a little while to come in, you know, that sort of thing. So we looked at a lot of a lot of people's dogs for that, for that first class for a few minutes. But that's awesome. I bet I bet those students really enjoyed that, knowing that you are a little more laid back in understanding of this situation instead of so demanding and you have to be here. Well, so that was fun. Yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's a really hard balance because, I mean, in some ways, like I think for like we have to do I feel like we have to do both of those things for them. I mean, they're paying tuition to go to college to get, you know, a, a, an education and expect like a certain level of education. And I want to really, not me, but I, like all of us want to be able to do that for them because that's what they're there for. Right. But then at the same time, like you can't expect students to basically change their whole lives. And this is what I, I was, we were, we were talking this about this as faculty where, you know, we go home at night. So we go to our own houses at night, but the students right now are, are, packing up all of the things that they own. And in some cases, traveling back home with their international students, you know, buying some sort of last minute international ticket or, you know, going to the East coast or going back to Seattle or LA. And, and then you can't expect them to do some reading assignment or homework assignment, you know, that they normally would do in two days, right. kind of while, you know, in that context. So, and you have to, it's, it's a hard tension because you have to maintain some amount of, of forward progress, but then, but like you said, yeah, I think you really have to be sensitive to the kind of the reality of what's going on too. So yeah, well, that's that's going to be something I'm interested in discussing more as the year progresses. I don't know how elementary <laughs> in high school <laughs> is going to do work. this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, okay, Nuno, how are you keeping yourself and your boys entertained in this day and age of social distancing? <laughs> Um, well, it's funny. We go back and forth between like, you know, this is kind of fun to, wow, we, this, this is not, this is not something that we would really want to do if we didn't have to at all. It's, I mean, I know you guys are in the same boat with your boys, but, um, we've had, yeah, so we had done a couple of things. So Isla and I both had to be at, kind of at our jobs at work for the first three days that we call the boys drop. So fortunately we have, both our parents in the area, my parents took our boys those, those two days. My wife's a nurse. And so she has to go to the hospital. They're kind of getting ready to gear up for things. And, and I had to be shutting things down at school and getting like our labs kind of closed up and, and put away and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and so really for us, it's only a couple days of it, but I think we're already getting a little bit of a sense of where we'll be. Uh, my, one of my sons really likes to make things. They both like to make things, but my older son uh, yeah, can, can do a few things on his own in a different way. So I got a bunch of power tools and some <laughs> uh, scrap lumber. And so he kind of went to town. He made a, he's, he, he made a, uh, uh, well, at first it was going to be a Captain America shield. Now I think it's a Viking shield 
out of some plywood and a jig with a jigsaw and he found an old handle and a strap. So he, and he has this biking shield that he made and he's working on some sort of sword to go along with that. So he's out there cutting things up with power tools. Um, <laughs> we, I don't know. I don't know if your kids have done this. My younger son um, really liked it. You know, Mo Willems, you know who that author is? Uh-uh. So he wrote the pigeon rides the bus and pigeon takes a bath. Oh book. yes. Did you ever yes, yes, yes. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing a, an online, how to drop, like how to draw series. And so he teaches kids how to draw the pigeon from that book. And so he oh, does a new one every day. So there's been a lot of, there's a lot of drawings of pigeons now around the house in different <laughs> sort of settings. That's awesome. Um, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I didn't even think Yo, about it's great. That. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's that. They did some online kind of watercolor classes. So we've done that. We've been doing that. And let's see, we've been doing a lot of outside stuff, trying to get outside as much as we can. So bike rides, go on walks every day. Went to Camel's Back Park and, and uh, did some hiking around there. Went to Jump Creek Falls south of Nampa and uh, hiked out there. So trying to keep busy, trying to make sure they get outside and burn off some energy every day. Um, as much as we can. So that's awesome. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting few months here. It will. Now, uh, one thing I did want our listeners to know about is that adults can still have conversations via, uh, apps like on their phone or whatever. So we did a meetup on house party, the house party app the other night. Yes. Which is a little did. bit different it, than like Zoom or anything like that because there were games involved. Yes, it was. I I thought it was great. I So this is an app. House Party is, like you said, it's like Zoom or when you do like a multi-person FaceTime call or something, you can see, you know, in our case, we had four different Apple devices going at the same time. So we had four different couples and, and we waited till the kids were in bed and we got on house party and it had it i didn't i didn't actually look through to see what all the games it had but we played versions of different trivia games where there was you know pop culture trivia and pictionary pictionary yeah that's right picture that was probably one of my favorites that was that's probably one of my favorites my favorites (laughs) kara kara of course your wife kara of course dominated pop culture trivia games um there was uh uh let's see some sort of like a heads up kind of game guess that word it was was great I I was curious to see how it worked but I was actually I was thinking we need to I I want to make sure and do that with some other friends that I normally see you know you guys and 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 others make sure and keep in touch that way because otherwise it's going to be a a long a long six months yeah yeah I I enjoyed it because it was we just kind of sat there and talked and sometimes we played games and sometimes we just talked and I think yes. that's going to be the new norm for a little while is trying to figure out how to connect in some way like that. And I think Kara hosted a a Zoom paint and sip. So the requirement yeah. was have something to sip and paint if you want. And so they all yeah. kind of painted their own things. And she really enjoyed the whole time of it. She said it was great. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think we're planning on um, – you know, doing that kind of thing as often as we can. I've also noticed, and, and I might do this too. I normally am kind of more of a, a social media lurker. I just sort of follow some things on social media, but I've noticed a few people that I've known to have either gotten off social media entirely or, or kind of like me and more lurk and don't post a lot. But 
Hmm. I guess I'm going to be, I'm, I'm back, back on social media person now again, because I'm bored and I need some connections. So I feel like I'm seeing a lot of that. And I'll, I'll probably be that way too. Here soon, okay. So, well, that's awesome. Cool. That's so cool. Well, um, I want to let you get back to your family time, but I appreciate sure. you taking the, the past few minutes to chat with me and give an update on what you've done with the kids and the online learning thing. And we'll come back and talk about that um, yeah. later on after you experience it for a few weeks, see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love you to give you an update down the road. Right on. Okay. Luke, say hi All to right. everybody. Thanks for uh, joining today and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Be safe. Wash your hands. Socially isolate. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. And yeah, so Luke is always entertaining, like always entertaining. So I figured Definitely. he'd be another good one to chat with. So, um, all right. Well, that's all the phone conversations I had this week. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> that's a good surprise for me. I didn't know you were going to do that. So, well, we gotta, um, we gotta do something in this day and age where I, I life's changing, right? It's why you're one of the best producers, man. You even keep the host, you know, on his, on his feet on it, you know, and guessing what's coming next. I, I love it. So yeah. well, no, I didn't prepare winners and losers for this week. Um, kind of an impromptu. So I guess we won't have that. So how do you want to close out the episode as um, we think about it here on the fly? Well, I just, so here's, here's how I want to close out this episode. Maybe it's not winners and losers, but I have something I want everyone to do within this next week. Are you ready for this? Okay. We haven't, have we, I don't think we've ever had like a listener challenge or like, Hey, go do this. <laughs> but Here we wh- go. what do you want it to be? So if you have Netflix, I want you to go on and watch the first episode, at least the first episode of this. I think it's called Tiger King. It's on Netflix. <laughs> And it's the craziest story you've ever heard. Okay. Have you heard Perfect. about this this docu-series I, or whatever it's called? I saw it in like the previews or maybe like the new things on Netflix or something, but I haven't read about it or I haven't watched it. So I'll definitely have to take the challenge. <laughs> it's and called, I do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, go it's, ahead. Well, it's crazy. It's called Tiger King. I'm trying to read this. Um, Murder mayhem or madness like it's okay it's crazy and <laughs> so is, Karen, it, I, is there a rating on it like is it only adults or um like uh, rated r it's, or it's rated do we need a disclaimer a yeah it's okay for a mature audience i don't the first one i didn't really maybe there's some language in it um okay but it's number nine in the usa right now for netflix shows and it's, I don't even know what to say. It's about a guy who, um, basically, uh, keeps big cats like tigers, breeds them, shows them. And then it's, it's kind of a murder for hire with the lady who opposes him, who also keeps big cats and he's in prison okay. now. And oh, so gosh. it's, his name is Joe Exotic. Okay. Hey, that's all you had to say is the title and it (laughs) features Joe exotic and then people will just watch. (laughs) Yeah. So, so that is my challenge. It's not a winners and losers winners. And it's both of those. 
Um, as you watch it, you'll see why. But um, at least watch the first episode. I figure we can all watch this together, whether you binge watch it and do all the episodes at, you know over a few days or one episode a week. This is something that we can all connect with and talk about in the coming weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, so, Hey, when, when the producer says to watch something, you know, I'll be watching. You know, the I, other thing I wanted to say about it real quick is that I have noticed that through Amazon prime or through some of the other streaming services, there's like options to rent movies that are like new movies that would be in the theater. But since like the theaters are all shut down, you can go and rent them through those services. So like maybe new movies on, coming out. Yeah, it seems like, so there was one that just came out into the theater a couple weeks ago, the invisible man. Yeah. And so Daniel's friend was like, Oh, they think you would like this. They like the actress that's in it. She was in mad men and handmaid's tale, um, Elizabeth Moss. And so, yeah, anyway, you know, we're going to watch that. Cause like, but normally that would be in the theater and like, wouldn't it come out to, rent over the streaming services for a long you know, time until it goes out of the theater. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's true of every movie. I know I've read some articles where movies maybe are pushing their release date back or just launching straight into, you can rent them, you know, and they'll take a hit at the box office, I guess. So, yeah. so anyway, you're watching that. Just wanted to throw that out. Yeah. I'll watch it with her and <laughs> let you know how it goes. Oh. I, I don't know if I'm, that much into it, but maybe it'll be good. We'll see. That was the one, that was the one movie that, uh, Adam Burwell, who was on the teacher episode, he and I were supposed to go see that as soon as this whole thing went down and we stayed at my house and watched contagion instead. Oh gosh. <laughs> Which was, well, I don't know. <laughs> if you want to risk the social distancing, you can find a way to rent it and, okay. and just stream it to your house so you two can still watch it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Or right. he could watch it at his house. You could watch it at yours and you could just talk over the phone during the whole movie. Which that we would might be do. so cute. That, <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. Uh, Zach, I'll tell you what, it's it's not the same without you sitting next to me in this room recording. But it isn't, but it was fun to chat. It was still a good is. time. So we're gonna we're gonna do this until it becomes socially acceptable to be within six feet of each other. Oh um, gosh. Okay. So you want to wrap this up for us? Yeah. I just want to say dusty. You're the best. You're an awesome producer. Thanks for, uh, you know, having some surprises for me tonight. <laughs> and I hope all of our listeners enjoy this episode. And one of the many perks of being the host, thanks for bringing me some of that ground beef. I will be making some hamburgers and just enjoying it. So as always, thank you so much for letting me know you. Thank you, Zach, for being known.